You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Comedy Solo Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99, the Comedy Channel. Uh, we're here at the back table of the world's famous comedy seller. My name is Noam Dorman. I'm the owner. Uh, next to me, as always, is Mr. Dan Natterman. Hola. <laughs> That's all you got? Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you finish the intros, then I may okay. or may not have more to say. Okay. And our <laughs> guest uh, tonight, Sean McCarthy, is comedy critic for Decider.com and curates. You know, this is a word that I, I probably never heard the first 40 years of my life, and now it's like everything everything you want well, to make. Put, conflate make, is like that. Conflate, curate, trope. <laughs> uh, and there's all sorts of words. I don't curate tropes. We used to say stereotypes. It's like, you know, a yeah. bunch of antis mixed, and now it's tropes. Huh. Okay. Uh, curates the comedy listings for the New York Times. He runs his own website, The Comics Comic, and has a podcast called The Comics Comic Presents Last Things First. Okay. And, uh... Chloe Hilliard is a New York City-based stand-up comedian. She may be seen performing regularly at the Comedy Cellar. Yes. Listen, Periel, our producer, you can't have one person with a huge introduction. <laughs> I made that <laughs> as short as possible. Right, but I'm like, it makes him seem like so esteemed. Uh, she's like, well, we can add on the fly to <laughs> Chloe's uh, a biography. Yes. I would say she's a dynamic, a ball of energy on stage. Thank you. Uh, keeps the audience guessing. Yes. And was recently featured, along with me, Dan Natterman, at Aruba Ray's Comedy Club yes. in Aruba, Dutch West Indies. And she has a book coming out. I do have a book coming out. I have a book coming out in September, September 24th. You can pre-order it now called Fuck Your Diet. Oh, that that didn't that, that shouldn't have made the introduction. Well, it just made this. Isn't that more important? <laughs> Much better to know that she can be seen at the comedy zone. Can I just ask Chloe very briefly how I, Chloe and I overlapped in Aruba just one day we worked yes. together down there. I, I just don't, was curious how the rest of your time went it was, with Aruba Rick. It was Did he great. come on to you? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, what's wrong with you? I don't think, you know what it is? I think my height, uh, uh, you know, makes people uh, a little bit leery about approaching me because I'm an uh, Amazon, I'm 6'1", so. That wouldn't stop me if I were, anyway, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Jewish men love me, they do. Go, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you're a father. This has started off well, so You're a husband well. and a father. Yeah. I have no problem with a taller girl myself. <laughs> Uh, as, as a general matter, though I, I, I would, uh, generally speaking, uh, avoid entanglements with comedy seller comedians. That's true. Also, my mom was there, so I think he was probably... Uh, I'm in yeah. favor of consent. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so, so you had fun at Aruba? I did. I, we both have tans. Dan and I both have wonderful uh, suntan. Do I have a tan? Yes. Oh, okay. You're a nice you're an olive color. All right. What was it? Uh, uh, good audiences there? Yes, uh, sold out shows. Most of the time I was there, I was there for four nights. So uh, three out of the four nights were sold out. Yeah. There must be some sort of French or Latin phrase for the feeling of disappointment I get when you tell me that Ray, my friend Ray Allen's show was sold out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it's 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 a very human thing that I think most people won't admit to. Wait, are, are you are you upset? Comedians feel it all the time when you, you find out somebody yeah, you know like, gets oh, a show. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you got an SNL, terrific. Yeah, but if he was, <laughs> but if he was not your friend, you wouldn't feel that way. That, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. How to, I don't know. I'm just. I'm just being honest about a certain pang. Like I'm. No. Both things. Of course, I'm happy for him that mm -hmm. he, his thing is doing well. But at the same time, 
He wish he would fail. <laughs> well, he's fall flat on his face. <laughs> you can you can open up a room yeah. in Aruba and yeah. get you the nice air tank crowd. There's no, a lot of walkers, I, a lot of wheelchairs. No, no. I, I listen. We span the comedy cellar footprint. Yeah. The the you you have listen. We you have pangs of thoughts that you're not proud of. Mm-hmm. And the and the good the better angel of your nature, as they say, um, knows to suppress that. So yes, of course, I'm happy Ray did well. If I could push a button. If I could push a button and no one would know, and it would mean that Ray would either, two buttons, the button he could do well or he wouldn't do well, I would press the one that he does well. Yeah. Maybe. Nevertheless, there would be a certain pleasure out of seeing that arrogant prick get a fall flat. <laughs> okay. Well, when Ray's back in town, I'll let him uh, defend that allegation You're of being an arrogant him? prick. No. no. I'm kidding. He's not an arrogant prick. I'm kidding. I, I'm just resenting being a producer on my show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, is that show uh, we don't know yet? The we Comedy Cellar? We do not know if the Comedy Cellar. This week at the Comedy oh. Cellar on Comedy Central. We, is that my attorney, Andrew Crabtree? Andrew, you're too late. I'm, we're starting to, uh, yes, we don't, know, we don't know if Comedy Central picked it up yet. Um, but we haven't been told no. How, what does your spider sense tell you? Listen, this is what I think. I think that smart people don't call things they put probabilities. I'm saying 55-45 that we will be picked up. Mm. So you're li- lightly, ever so lightly optimistic. Ever so slightly optimistic. I think there's a definite need for it. The, the wonderful thing about that show is it allowed a lot of us to flex our comedic expertise on culture and, and political things that a lot of people aren't addressing. You know, I feel like once, you know, the election turned out the way it was, everybody was like, well, I don't want to deal with any politics at all. I want, you know, I, I found this thing, like, once he first got elected or when he was on the election cycle, Hollywood, everybody was like, we need a sketch comedy show. We need a sketch comedy show. And so I realized that whenever, like, the country's in political turmoil, that's when entertainment becomes, like, simple stupid. Yeah. So when you look at Vietnam where you had laughing hot, like, all of these mm. smothers brothers, now everybody's like, we need more. Everybody, my manager was like, everybody wants sketch comedy show today. And it was like, wow, oh, because the world is shit and you want to look look at TV and just dumb out for 45 minutes. Can I, can I tell you something? It is related to the, to the Ray Allen thing in some way. Mm-hmm. Almost everything I've ever done, including this show, uh, has been uh, received with total negativity from everybody around me. Like, I mean, I can remember you mean going, the Comedy Central show was received negatively. Yeah, I mean, going, even going back to the days where I started the cafe, why? You know, it's just like, oh, it's never going to work. You can't do this. You can't do that. But this, this Comedy Central show, when I when I was walking around telling comedians about my idea for a weekly show, they were all just like poo pooing it. At, you know, I don't know if anybody'd want to do it, and like just every reason under the sun that they could, they could. Mm-hmm. You know, wash it with negativity. As soon as it was on the air, <laughs> oh please, oh my god, they gosh. were sabotaging each other to get on this show. Listen, as, from a comics point of view, once we started taping, this place was filled with like everybody just popping in. Oh, I just want to come see the show. Oh, I want There's no seats left at the at the table for us. The reserve comics. It was. It was. You could feel it was palpable. You felt it in the air. People were like, "How did you get on? I need to get on. How? Did, what I need to do? What jokes yeah. did you get? What subjects did you get? And, I need to write about these." And things. I, I had to, when I was pitching this to Comedy Central, I had to go in there and they were like, "Well, will the comedians want to do it?" I'm like, and I had to lie and say, "Yeah, yeah, I spoke. They're, they're all they're all ready to do it." But but I didn't feel like I was lying because I, I wasn't trying to deceive Comedy Central. I just knew comedians. I knew mm-hmm. like, "Oh, hey, you want to be on TV?" No, no, I don't want to be on TV. Yeah. Well, how about for twelve hundred bucks? No, I still don't want to do it. It just didn't make any yeah. sense well, to me. Uh, I, we paid I, out five hundred thousand dollars to comedians in yeah. that short period. Thank of time. you, I appreciate it. Oh, and, and, and the Comedy Central. <laughs> and the comedians don't burn any material because it's all topical. 
Well, yeah. not only did they not burn any material, but even if they burn a little material, nobody, you know what? You can burn a little material and never feel it. it right. You know, just because there's one joke here that right. was also one minute. here. Yeah. Nobody cares. Well, I, I can't speak for the other comics, but I don't recall ever saying a negative word about the show to you <laughs> when you first pitched it to me. I said, yeah, it's a fine idea. I mean, I... Uh, I don't know who these other comics were that were poo-pooing. They were were negative about about Vegas. They were negative about the Village Underground. It's just like everything. There's a lesson in life there that you can't can't be blindly optimistic about something. It has to be based on on thinking things through. But if you you think things through, you can't let negativity uh, daunt you. So where do you get your ideas from? Like when you get an idea from something. They just come to me close. But you know what I'm saying? Because it's it's hard to to continue something when people are always poo-pooing you. Well, I can tell you exactly where the idea for this Comedy Central show came. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's interesting people at home, but I'll tell you. I remember remember it. I was uh, yet again looking through the TV, the TV, the um, Files TV guide Mm -hmm. and seeing people who I knew personally who had our specials on cable TV and finding that I could only get, I couldn't get through more than five or 10 minutes <laughs> of, of specials, people I knew. And I, and I said, this is something wrong here. Mm-hmm. I said, and I said to myself, what would I watch? Mm. And I said, what I would watch is these little bits of funny that's kind of, that are kind of spontaneous or attached to the week's news. Like I would watch that. That would interest me. And that's so I just went into the meeting and I said, listen, I have an idea. We tape every show and then call 25 minutes of whatever's going on that week. And they're like, yeah, okay, we like it. Was, it, was, it was immediately bought like, yeah. like that. So that, that's where the idea came from. And listen, a lot of ideas, I think, come from, I'm stretching the word, but necessity in every aspect. Like, how did the guy for, how did a potato peeler come about? Mm-hmm. Probably the guy's trying to figure out, like, how do I, how do yeah. I peel these potatoes? All right. Dan, Dan put some uh, bold uh, type uh, headlines here. No festival for black women. What does that mean? Dan? Well, uh, Sean McCarthy, <clears throat> uh, you know, is in his comics comic blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean is a left is is a left winger <laughs> from Princeton. Go ahead. Oh, did you go to Princeton, Sean? I like that he that yeah, he, his, he, his he dad pitched, paid two hundred grand. <laughs> I like that he is a left winger from Princeton because that's. That's kind of an outlier John, in itself. Sean, yes, set it is. A, Sean set out to do the impossible. He set out to make a living writing about comedy. Yes. Uh, I don't know. So if, thank you for having me on <laughs> Sirius XM but, Satellite uh, Radio. I don't know how it's going. So, so uh, tell, tell the laughing skull comedy. But in any case, uh, he wrote an article recently. I wasn't. I wasn't the first one to notice this. I only wrote because I saw other people. Well, whatever. I, yes. You were the first one I saw. Yes. Apparently, there's a laughing skull comedy festival in Georgia, in, in Atlanta, right? Correct. And um, there's no black women in it. There's black. Comics and there are women comics. There are no black women comics in the festival. Yes, not even Medea. Sean <laughs> was outraged by this and felt the need to put pen to paper and express his displeasure. Other people, is that accurate to say? Other people, I will, I will clarify your statement. Other people were outraged, and it gave me a moment to think about festivals and how, and contests and how they okay, work. Okay, so just for the for the listener, first of all, how does one go about trying to get in this festival? They would submit a video and money. How much money? I believe it w- depended on how early they submit it, so it could be between twenty five and fifty dollars. So a de minimis amount of money, basically, for someone of your income level. Yes. No, no, not for someone of my income level. For, just... for someone of a pretty low twenty five dollars. Well, I mean. Mm. I think the, I think the the caliber of comedians who would submit maybe not even be a full time comic. So you think about somebody who might have a part time job. Okay, right, laughing skull is this a, is, is, a, is this is car fare money. I mean, I'm, I'm not listen. Someone doesn't have twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm not heartless about that. Yeah. But I'm saying right. the 
I know tons of comics, and $25 uh, is within their reach, especially for something that they, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they go to movies, that's mm-hmm. $25, they take, they go, right. they eat in restaurants, I mean, let's just, are these people over a hot plate boiling rice? <laughs> I mean, $25 is, is not... Prohibitive amount of money, not for one contest, but for with, the people we're talking with, about. With with the people we're talking about, this is a contest for us up and comers. Wait, wait, are you saying that the twenty five dollars is the reason that people didn't? No, okay, go. No, so I'm, then you agree with me. I agree with you that okay. if you're just applying to that, but I'm, but the people who apply to this also end up having to apply to every festival mm-hmm. they want to get into because they're not name comedians. Okay, the festivals are a business. But that's the case for everything, right? Well, that's the case right. for applying to schools too. Right. It's the case for going to eat. Well, the Montreal Comedy Festival, <laughs> I, mean, I don't believe, charges any money to, to be considered for that, nor did the HBO Aspen Festival that I did many years ago, uh, well, nor good. did the Moon Tower oh. Festival in Austin. But Yes, you know. the best festivals are, are curated for lack of an yeah, older word take, that you know. They're, they're not even taking submissions. They're, no, they're they, going out and choosing they people. They go out and choose people. Right, so this, this festival says, listen, we're going to... We're just going to take whoever wants to be in it. Well, by the way, if, if it was free, they would be buried... Sure. And videotape. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's another reason you can't you can't be free. Not even want to do that. But but apparently there's some and there was some sort of blind grading system. Uh, no, not blind. It was just uh, they, they, the they had they had a panel that viewed the videos and then selected the the sixty that they liked. But they but they put numbers on it. Was, it what they didn't go from one person to another. Person. There were two. There was some way that you couldn't. I thought there was. Something. They picked sixty people and then they posted the photos and names of the sixty people who got in. Okay. And, and that was what allowed. Comedians to look at the look at it for face value and go. How? Sixty out of how many? I believe they said a thousand. And how many of those apl- applicants were black women? They said ten. Ten so what, so people. The, so what's the controversy? That it's in Atlanta and they don't have a woman of color. But they only got on ten, the ten submissions. Well, that it's not a well, repre- It's not representative. Yeah. Neither is the NBA. They got ten submissions. Well, I guess the, the question is why. Well, what should they, they have done differently? Why did they only get ten submissions yeah, th- for I black think, women? Yeah, that's that's, the, that's not their their fault. No, but that the part of Maybe it is, it is, is their that fault. it is it is a part of their part of their fault well, they're, they're because not, they're not ob- obligated. They, they're not no. obligated to do it. They, they put out. A, they they've put been, out. A, they've been around ten years. Maybe they're doing something that's yes. that's giving comedians hey, the idea around, they don't the want to be a part here. of this. Look, look, I don't think I think Chloe is the only black woman right now in the olive tree. Am I doing something wrong? Do I have to go out and seek custom? Like what the hell? Like, what are we talking about here? Anytime you see... Have you been to a Billy Joel concert? Maybe he's not doing something right. No, that's not the same. There's like two two black people at a Billy Joel concert. That's not the same. It's not the same thing. Somebody somebody has a contest. If you're you're going to create a platform and you're saying that you're going to be accessible to all people to consider doing this thing, then there are certain communities that you have to do a little bit more outreach. That doesn't mean you invite them exclusively, but you have to have somebody on your board who represents that, 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 that diversity spectrum so that they can be like listen I'm here you feel you should feel comfortable coming here and applying I think that's a part of the things that people don't realize is that how come black men applied how come black men made it there's some special, there's a finite, di- no, like very a thinly difference. sliced thing that there's some thinly sliced way of excluding black women, so they never even hear it's about it. It's not about being excluded. It's not about being. It's about it's about feeling welcome, and black men can navigate the comedy world better than black women because black men are able to identify with other well, men, I, with other white men, oh, okay. and then you have to you I, have to I'm think not, about. Let's think. Wait, think about. Yeah. Let's think about. Let's think about women bookers who are attracted to black male comedians who will be like, "Yeah, come do my show." Like that happens. <laughs> Don't call out Esty in front of me. Chloe, <laughs> 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 can I? She, she has been. Chloe, <laughs> can funny. I ask you, as a, as a black woman, what do you personally feel 
that you uh, that there's some obstacle in terms of you absolutely in being involved in the club. So you thing. wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't submit your video to that comedy festival because you thought has there's never been any black women in the comedy festival? No, there ha- there have been before. Yeah. So then what? But I, I'm interested. Is it in just what? possible that this year it turned out that way? Black, you're talking my, about black black people are 12 percent of the population. Black women are six percent of the population. In a situation, comedy population of the the, the, the country. country's population, mm-hmm. uh, probably less of the comedy population, mm-hmm. judging by what I see. Mm-hmm. Just by chance, it's not crazy to think when you're uh, what that six out of a hundred, you could have three hundred with zero. Right. I mean that that's that's less odds I'm guessing than rolling double sixes. What? I mean this is this is there's not there's not a there's nothing there's not a there's not a prima facie case would of you, anything. Would you suggest, Chloe, that there was no overt racism going on? Would you would you agree that there were likely no overt racism going on with you the know comedy what it festival? Is? I I don't think that there's overt racism, but what it is is that people, if and especially being a a, woman, a black woman. If people don't feel like they can relate to you, they will dismiss everything that you say, whether it's funny or not, because they don't relate to you. And I think that's a hard thing that we have to deal with that I people don't that. realize. So even if those 10 women were funny and they could have you know, been on Def Jam and got standing ovations, if you have a panel of people who don't identify with those women in their, in their backstory, they're going to be like, oh, they were funny, but I don't really I get the joke about that. You know, like it becomes a... a an eth- not an ethical thing, but a cultural divide that happens a lot when you are a black woman or a person of color, but I think especially when you're a black woman. But do you feel Can on I- stage that the audience here at the Comedy Cellar, it's no secret, is mostly Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel there's a disconnect between your act and 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 their and their experience, or they they seem to receive you quite well? Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some people who definitely receive me, and some people who don't. But I think the thing is that when people come here, they know, which is what, what the festival should also embody, is that when they come here, they know that everybody that hits the stage is a quality, top-notch comedian. And even if they don't identify with who, their ideology, they will still respect the craftsmanship. And I feel like if you're a festival, you should at least say. This is, this is our base level of talent here, and we need to cultivate this level of talent whether we relate to this person or not. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. If you told me that there were 50 different black apl- female applicants and mm-hmm. none got judged, I'd say, well, maybe, maybe they should look at how they're judging it in some way, maybe. But when you have 10 out of 1,000 or more mm-hmm. than 1,000, you're talking about a tiny... The, the odds are very strong that it's going to be zero in the, in the final cut. No, that's fair, but then now if they got backlash, I feel like they should say, okay, now we're going to make sure that we have a woman of color on the board for the judges, or we're going to but put But it wasn't a, a matter of judging. It was only, we only like 10 applicants. Well, then you should do more outreach. If you're in Atlanta... No, that's right. I, I see. I don't agree with that. I think, Wait. no, I'm saying like advertise where black comedians are. That's and what also, I'm why does black, race... black men heard about it, so they must know, have been advertising but, where but, black comedians were. Yeah, but black, black men can navigate in white spaces more easily but than black women. But they heard about it. Yeah, but I'm because saying... The flyers were in the men's room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but on. also, I think racism we're, we're doesn't really, need really to be... We're really stretching ourselves well, one, one at a time if we could. I don't think that racism needs to be overt. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it's true. I don't, like, racism is... So who's the racist in this story? I'm not calling anybody a racist. Why are we talking about racism, then? Because I'm... Because Dan acno- brought it up as a topic. Because I'm acknowledging <laughs> that I think that racism is systemic and institutionalized. Absolutely. And I think that you have to acknowledge that if you have a festival or a comedy show in Atlanta, which is a huge black population, you should go out of your way to make it representative. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. If I, well, if I, let me tell you something. 
I'm going to tell you why I say no. It's not because, God forbid, I th I'm, I, I'm not, um, I want to see any race or creed not able to achieve what they want to achieve. I'm saying if I go into a project, mm -hmm. a comedy festival, mm -hmm. that is my project. I'm not a government. I'm not, I, I mean, it's my individual project. And I advertise on Facebook. I mean, I mean, it's very difficult in this day and age. It's not like it used to be. It's very difficult in this day and age to advertise to just one race. There aren't that many places anymore where just one race sees something. And not only that, there's a grapevine. Comedians without advertising spread the word. Every every if, if we were doing a comedy festival here, I could tell 10 people, and in a month, every single person would know the comedy cell is doing a or a you know a, a contest. Yeah. Everybody. You have no evidence that the female black comics didn't know about it. I'll go for step further. I think it's very unlikely that they didn't know or about it. Or maybe they didn't feel comfortable. Or, yeah. Isn't or that maybe, except that in pre except that in previous years they they did. Like, well, I don't it's, know it's what all, previous listen, years. Listen, it's were. all possible. What I'm objecting to is the conclusion of it without any basis in fact and then the person who did the festival is now tarred in some way mm -hmm. you didn't do you're part of the problem you're part of the system of racism and he's like he could just be a perfectly nice guy or gal he could Wait, be, who, who, who said yeah. that you don't know, you know, you know, took some Facebook ads took some things but I don't feel again I don't I don't have uh, any black customers in the restaurant right now uh, do I have to do outreach what, do I, I, mean, I don't what, know. What, no. what, but, you, but, but eating in your restaurant isn't a stepping stool to having a career a in show stone. business. Stepping stone to having a career in show business. Yeah. Being in the contest that's me. is a I'm way not, to get in front of TV But I'm saying when you go into a business or whatever it is, or open a comedy right. club, I'm not taking the world on my shoulder. I, I have no. moral obligations not to take affirmative steps to hurt people or treat them immorally. If mm. I knowingly try to avoid getting black, if I if I say I don't want black comedians or, or any any of these things, they're very clear. Yes, that's that's maybe even criminal as far as I'm concerned. Like your menu is, is, is white centric. But if I simply just have a comedy club, right, and I in good faith, yeah, hire the best comics. And, and, and they break down just like I talk about the NBA, just like the NBA hires the best basketball player and it doesn't break down in any, you know, according to how Sean McCarthy thinks it ought to, mm -hmm. now I'm held accountable but if you, without but, any basis well, in fact that yeah, I've done anything wrong. Well, here's, here's what I wrote. I wrote, I, I didn't write that I had outrage. I wrote that if I had a comedy contest, if I were running my own, I don't look at it as a businessman. You're talking about like, it's who submits the money. I, I, Would you call it shawmity? But, but I look at it. <laughs> but it is a business. That's why they do it. But if I were running one, I would I would want to have the best talent available. Yeah, maybe not that. just the best talent that gave me thirty bucks. I agree with that. So if I know there are people and they didn't apply, I would reach out to them and go, Absolutely. "Hey, you should be in my contest. I know you haven't done it already, but you don't even know that they haven't done that." I do know that there are at least two black women. One of whom is from Atlanta, but they both live in New York, and they both have TV credits, and they haven't ever been able to get into this contest. Why? Okay, now let me tell you about this. I don't know why. Let me tell you about this TV credit thing. It's meaningless. Do you, do you really think Tell that, that all the comedians no, want to be on Do you think no, that a TV credit no, has anything to do no. with how well people do on stage here? That's not how well you do on stage. It's about how you get on the stage. I myself am in a situation where I'm trying to get booked in clubs around the country, and I have TV credits, yeah. and they're like, 
Yeah, mm, uh, maybe not. But then, and legit, my manager can present to them a white guy who's done has less time than me, less credits, and they'd be like, "Yeah, we'll give him a shot." Because when you are a woman of color, and when you are a black woman specifically, you have to be above and beyond. You just can't be able to get a hundred people in the room. They want you to sell out every single night and get bonuses. That's right. They don't want to take any chances on black women in this business. And unless you're Tiffany Haddish, and Tiffany Haddish been doing it since she was seventeen, but now everybody thinks she's an overnight star. <clears throat> okay, first of all. I don't, wait, I, I have I, one. I, wait, wait a second. I, I'm, I'm sensitive to what you're saying, and I, I don't want anybody listening to think that uh, I, I don't take what you just said seriously. What I'm saying is that to then assume because of what this or that person might do, which is improper, that that's what's going on in this festival. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that, that I see no relationship between TV credits and anything that matters to me in terms of uh, a, as a comedy club owner. I'm not impressed with TV credits, and I've seen plenty of people with a lot of TV credits bomb. And I don't... The, the festival sounds like they judge them based on these videos better that they don't even... They shouldn't even want to know whether they have TV credits or not. And the, 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 the acts that they found the funniest are the ones they chose for the festival, and they put the word out in a racially neutral way, and it would be much nicer, yeah, for, we'd all feel better about it if it broke down this year in a, in a less harsh way. But it didn't in previous years. And the guy who's in charge of it, or the woman who's in charge of it, I have no idea, is now kind of becoming slimed. Well, it's... it's with, with, where nobody can point to one single thing that they you did know what wrong. It's, like, it's the same thing and as... that's what concerns me, because that's the world we're living in now. I know, but yeah. it's the same... It's legit the same thing as Oscar So White. After, as what? As Oscar, Oscar So White. So White. Yeah. After everything got trended, they were talking about the nominees for the Oscars was so lily white when you had a lot of people of color who... Not just black, but foreign films who had great showings and they still weren't getting nominated and so what did they do the academy adjusted their membership and now they have a more diverse pool and it's reflected in the people who were nominated so i think the same applies in this festival like if there was a panel of like I'm, i don't know if it was a panel of all 10 white people from middle class to wealthy families who did improv because they had money to spend on improv classes and they think they want to do stand-up and they really want to do tv writing they're going to pick the exact same replica of themselves okay but is this is this a big important festival I, i've never even heard of it is it important it's been around i mean the oscars are you know yeah it's been around. For, this is the tenth year for it. In I think the story of having a comedy show well, me, in Atlanta, which is a really largely black city, black city. With, well, they, are you under the impression that there's no black comedy shows in Atlanta, which have very few white people in them? I mean, no. I mean, I'm saying there, there are actually two black clubs in Atlanta with all black acts, but that what's should going show on there? you. But that should show you that you should have a pool of talent to pull from. Uh, okay. I believe Sam Morrow there, there, won it one year. There are also other Before people got into the cellar. that are not represented, I assume, at this festival. Um, I, I, I don't know if I saw... I, I looked at the faces, and right. of course you can only judge so much uh, whether one is uh, Hispanic or Middle Eastern, etc., <laughs> But I imagine there's other groups that have been left out that are not represented. Does that uh, does that similarly upset you? Certainly, Atlanta has a, a very large. If you've ever been to Buckhead or Dunwoody, you might have noticed a lot of loud Jews in those places. <laughs> and I don't know that there were any Jews. loud Jews. I'm sure there's Jews. Jews that made in it. that <laughs> in that competition. The Jews are Look, everywhere. I, the reason I'm very sensitive to these this story is because 
something weird has happened where right. I used to be able to pride myself on the fact that I I stubbornly refuse to engage any bigotry in the way I book the room. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, this 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 is not just in the comedy cellar. When I used to run the band in the wall, I've talked about this. I started out with a band with was like six white people and Rosalind was a black girl playing the the keyboard. Mm-hmm. And as people left, I would hold auditions over the years and I'd replace them with the best musician. And by the end, I I was the only white guy in the band <laughs> or sometimes it was one other white guy in the band. And I remember thinking to myself, what's going to happen here? Like, it, will we still be able to draw a totally mixed crowd like mm-hmm. we were drawing if it becomes like a basically a black band and this and this nerdy Jewish guy? But I, but I, so I'm not going to give in to that because these are the best musicians. And sure enough, it made no, it made no difference to the audience. It made zero difference because we were presenting ourselves as in in a very wholesome kind of happy way, and people didn't care. And I surprised myself on the wall that it was the only place I knew where it really was a mixed crowd, like 20% black, Asians, Israeli. It was it was all over the map. So now, so similarly in Comedy Cellar, like, I'm like, no, we're going to book the funniest community. But somewhere, something switched now, where what used to be kind of the high moral ground is now suspect. Now it's not enough to engage in discrimination by race. Now you're supposed to find the sweet spot of discrimination by race. You should have a little discrimination by race, a little bit of not booking the white guy. And, and nobody can tell you what that is. And I'm like, fuck that. Um, you know that that isn't that is an impossible standard. And by the way, we we I spent the first forty years of my life being taught that was not the goal. We were the goal was content of your character, mm-hmm. right? So that if you're really doing that, and nobody's ever come to us with any accusations in all these years, say, oh, you see you see that she's that really funny black woman. You don't book her, but you book this this loser Jewish kid. You know, no, we always we're always hungry for anybody who's good. Well, you're entitled to run your comedy and, club. And the I way don't you know, want. but and I don't know, but I think that, but but you see, because there's other comedy clubs, right? But what I'm saying is that he, I could get criticized mm-hmm. on a particular night for the same thing this dude's getting criticized By the way, for. No, we should mention. How come you didn't reach out? Well, you know, and how many times have we had a show? Like we've had shows here where somebody complained that we didn't have trans comics on. We had this mm-hmm. show one time. I said, well, okay, give me a list of the the trans comics. If what, you know, they come with the assumption like you wouldn't want a trans comic. Well, actually, no. I think it'd be awesome to have a trans yeah. comic because it's pretty, because it's a pretty good impact, right? They sent me a list of these people. They were horrible. I mean, un- just horrible, unwatchable. I-, I couldn't even believe what was what was going on. Have you seen? I'm like, I was like, you, are you crazy? I don't crazy? think anybody is suggesting to sacrifice the quality of the work in favor of something else. But I think that they're suggesting that, that people are that born with these huge responsibilities to champion social justice when they're having a comedy festival and they put the word out to everybody Can, no. and you charge 25 bucks and you make sure that everybody's just judging on what they think is funniest and... But is it possible that you go out of your way to make sure that your space is diverse? No, we don't. I, I trust, I, I have confidence in the human race that if you are, are approaching things in the correct way, you will have diversity. But That's I think my it's confidence. Di- I think it's different here because this is a comedy world and you get a lot of referrals, word of mouth, and comics will vouch for other people who they've met who might have even stepped foot in here. So you get presented with a bigger pool of people. But if you aren't in that position and you're just in your little tower, you're only going to acknowledge the people who are in your purview. Okay, and you I know who says this? You, go, you, you know where you see the fewest comics of color? 
is some alt room in Williamsburg. <laughs> the the most woke people, the first people who would buy into this 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 argument, will be the have the fewest people of color. And and by the way, not because they're doing anything wrong. Well, they're woke. It's a woke. You know, I mean, it's a alt room, and you know, there's, there's not that many black comics in my experience. You, you, it's like. Well, well, and and I, so maybe maybe they, maybe they should stop their alt, or maybe they should say you know alt is really uh, dis- discriminatory in, in practice, and you shouldn't have alt because you should know that it's going to reduce the outreach to people of color and blah 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 and blah blah blah. Rather than saying, listen, we're not doing anything wrong. We have an alt. Anybody's welcome to come. No, and they just been, don't come. There's been uh, there's been an update on this story, by yeah. the way, that we absolutely must mention. Is this, this going to hurt me? Is this going to make <laughs> no, me? <laughs> this is going to make me have to delete anything I said. Just, no, no, they, they just, just issued. They, just they released me. a statement. <laughs> yeah. The Laughing Skull Comedy Festival to our beloved. Beloved comedy community, I'll paraphrase as best I can. We are grateful for all the feedback we have recently received regarding our upcoming grateful, uh, sure. annual Laughing Skull <laughs> Festival. It has been brought to our attention that the festival lacks diversity. We specific- had no idea. Specifically due to the fact that no black women have been included in this year's 60 finalists. This, of course, does not sit well with us. After taking part in several very meaningful conversations, translation being berated, uh, <laughs> And carefully listening to the concerns that have been raised, we realize that we have a significant blind spot when it comes to addressing inclusivity, and we fully understand that this is an issue that needs our immediate attention. Uh, I'm just trying to... So we're inviting top four... We're inviting the top four black women who scored highest based on the scores of the judges. Uh, One for each of the industry showcases. Now, can you pause there? If you were one of those black uh, comedians, (laughs) would, would that make you feel good? Uh, I'm asking you, you know what? Absolutely, it would it would make me feel terrible, but I would still do it, and I would fucking kill, and that make them eat crow. And they, you would kill, but yeah. what if, what if these women don't kill? Well, then that's, well, that's the lesson, <laughs> right? But but how? Okay, but that's, but, very but, that's what I'm saying. I would I I would find that risky. Well, listen, if they if they will kill, mm-hmm. then the judges really need to question us. What, what did we miss right. here? But presuming for the sake of argument that they won't kill, and it'll be clear. Why it was that they mm-hmm. weren't chosen? Yeah, which I think is more likely, but I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What will be the will that will that help or hurt? It the will cause? hurt the cause because yeah. in this specific instance, when it comes to black people, they say, "Oh, we tried once. We right. tried. We did what you said. Yeah, and we're not going to do it again." But when it's like a, a white kid or a young pretty white girl, they be like, "Oh, we'll tr- keep. We'll just keep trying. We'll bring her back and we'll give her tips on her set." And give her coaching, and then we'll make sure she succeeds because we want her to succeed. Well, we just don't. We just don't get that many chance. We don't get that many well, chances. Me, so, so the, the truth is, Chloe, um, it's a rough business, and people often will book based not just on funny, but I don't think Noam necessarily does this, but based on who they think is going to be a big star. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. Do and that. and unfortunately, a pretty white girl is going to get priority not only not only perhaps perhaps over a black woman, but over, say, a middle-aged white guy. Um, you know, there's a lot of... Uh... I, I, by the way, I'm not going to co-sign what Dan just said. <laughs> well, well, you're, so it, you're, because, because I don't it, like that. If, you, because if, you, if you're a comedy festival and you're claiming to do it on the funniest acts, then it has to be on, based on the funniest acts. I don't know what right. their criteria is. I know in the business in general, there's people that... If you're a young, beautiful woman, yeah, you're going to get more attention. And if you're a young, beautiful no. white woman, perhaps you'll get more attention... Than a young, okay. so attractive black woman, but it's also the case. So if let me you're say, let me say, a so. not so attractive woman or a man that's a little of a certain. I mean, there's a lot of 
See, I don't like that stuff. And I, I think but they that make, goes on. Right, I but like I think they make Dance a mistake. Dance is not on a comedy club. I think they make a mistake. It's true that some people do, but I think the people who enter into that thing make a mistake. It, it, by that logic, Aretha Franklin might never have been discovered. Like, Absolutely. There's all kinds of examples of, of where that logic would have been a disaster. And, and I have found that that's, that logic is very flimsy, that, right. that to assume that people are that shallow in terms of what they'll find entertaining turns out to be a mistake. If somebody is hilarious, they could, they could be hideous. And I must make say, a I big do, mistake not to give them a chance. I must say, though, I do enjoy watching Cicely Strong on SNL. Not only because she's funny, but because I find her sexy. <laughs> right, Thank but you I want to say, say something, and then I'll show up. So that we did have a little experience with this when we were doing the Comedy Central show. Where oh. we had a lot of names. Uh, there was pressure during the first episodes to to book a lot of people who hadn't been working here and who did represent outreach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not all of them, but a but a but a sh- a, 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 a uh, what's the word? Overwhelming. No, no. But like you, you get a what's the word when you you cr- a cringe oh. a cringe worthy number mm-hmm. just died mm-hmm. on stage just died and it made me feel good about the fact that oh well yeah we we have been doing this right it's mm-hmm. not as if we didn't find some killer black female comic out there who we didn't see because of our outreach you know we we were the, the one person that we did get uh from that show who is really killing is yamanika mm-hmm. do we get you did you start coming here because of the show uh, too? no i had no. just started you just tried. yeah so yamanika and i don't know how it was that we didn't know about yamanika but I'd have to say, I, we should have her on and ask her about it, but I have to say that in some sense that was probably her mm-hmm. she, because she never came in, she never introduced, she never emailed, she never had somebody recommend her. Now, Chloe might say that she didn't come in because she felt uncomfortable. No, Chloe was, Chloe was, was a no, growing no, Chloe act. Might we say that, Chloe. Chloe might say yeah. Yamanika felt uncomfortable. Yeah. She might say that. There, there's lots of comedians who feel uncomfortable coming in here and trying it's to get in. Right. We have Keith Robinson just sat down. He's always got something to say. Yeah, what I've said is, 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 is different being uncomfortable to come in here and not being asked to come in here. Mm-hmm. That's a big difference. What do you mean? So, in other words, like, a lot of times, even when you book the TV shows, you see them book, it's mostly the white guys. It's mostly white. Not because white guys are better. It's the guys who's booking it are white. It's because guys are and better. They, no, no, okay. And, and, <laughs> it's a and, joke. It was a joke. And they joke. feel more comfortable with yes. that kind of That's comedy. what I meant about the relatability. They it's, like, they like, so like, you, like So if you were on the yeah. comedy seller, what would you do differently? If I own a comedy cellar, see, the good thing about the comedy cellar is that I am here, and I can give you names. Yes. Right. I can give you the names of the black comics that you're missing. Are we receptive when you give them to it? Very. Okay, so that, that's right. Well, see, you're But that's the- a comedy cellar, yeah. but, and that's, that's listening to somebody that's there. But imagine how many places that there's nobody black around to say, hey, you got to give this guy a shot. Oh, yeah, you got to give this he, girl a shot. I want to be very clear. I accept that. I, I, I would not, if you present me with a, a, a factual scenario where somebody in that scenario is doing something that I can point to say, you know, that's not right what he's doing. I would be on your side. I mean, you know, you know, you know I'm not like some crazy right winger. I just don't like. But you're a right winger. I'm, I said a crazy right winger. I don't, I just don't like the assumption that we can look at, at one outcome in one year in a situation and, and start to, 
to um, assassinate this guy's character. But the problem is, is that I don't when like you, that. But when you identify yourself as a gatekeeper or a trendsetter, who identifies themselves as a gatekeeper? That's what these festivals are. You are, you are, in, yeah. in fact, a gatekeeper or a trendsetter, or you want to buck the trend, or you want to identify the next wave. Then you have to go out of your comfort zone and find the people. If you don't do that, then you're just, you know, taking what's easy, and then you're not really living up to your ego of being like, well, I'm the person that discovered this person. No, you just discovered the person that's next door to you. That's yeah. not a discovery. Can we get this you're, guy on, on our show maybe to call him Marshall, the guy with Marshall the Childs is you're, his you're name. A, he lives in Atlanta. Perhaps if you paid his airfare, uh, <laughs> either first class or even more space on JetBlue. There's enough black might... comics in Atlanta. Exactly. <laughs> See, you're right, in a, you're there's certainly many black spot. comics at that festival, just not black women. See, Noam, you, right. you own the best comedy club in the city. And so you're at the top, and the people who come up to the top, they get vouched for. Yeah. And so you don't have to self-select. Whereas these, it's an institutional problem. The problem, the systemic sexism or racism problem is institutionalized. It's getting people into the pipeline so that they can make their way up to eventually get to you. So a con contest like this, they, they pitch themselves as, we're the contest that gets you in front of exactly. the booker for the Tonight Show, the the guys who, the the bookers who will book you in clubs across the country. We're the contest that will get you further in your career. And, and when those and when those contests, well, are, what do you think is more, what do you think is more, what do you think is a more likely outcome here? That next year they're going to actually find ways to get more black female applicants, and then they're going to have a blind. Grading as they have uh, until now, and then they will end up having a significant they number of black females, like, or I, I they're, just, they're just going to they're just going to bend the they're going to make sure no matter what they scoop up some black women next year, whether they think they deserve it or How not. How are they going to have blind that's grading? A, that's the one thing I hate is that always when it comes to somebody of color, women, I know you hate when I say that, <laughs> but as always, are they deserving? When is a white guy not deserving? Yeah. I, I, I all all the time. It's a lot, but yeah, you never hear that. Well, when you come to get I somebody, would, else, I hear it from me. Well, I'm saying when yeah. you come, when it comes to getting somebody else in, like when you just you know the presidential race. Yeah, I don't mind a woman as long as she's qualified. I never said look, that. No, look, not you. But I'm I saying that's but, that's the word <laughs> no, that goes out. I don't but think so. What, what, I, I don't think so. It goes out there. It does it all the time. So what I'm saying is, it's just. Get the funniest people. But yes, look for them. No, you gotta no, look for but, them. But but if they get the funniest people, and for whatever reason in 2019 it just so happens that the funniest people they found included no women of color, would you accept that possibility? That it's never a possibility. That's not possible. You can't find a black funny one, black woman. You can't find it's one in Atlanta. Possible. You could throw. Well, a you cannot find one that that submitted well, of, to the festival. Of course you can find one. I, I yeah. of course you could find at, one. But the question is whether you have a moral obligation to. Go find her if she doesn't want to enter your contest on her own. Well, talk to Lauren Michaels and ask him, would Leslie Jones be a star if he weren't shamed into having an audition for Absolutely black women? Absolutely not. And Leslie Jones is a star now. Yeah, I, I agree Because Lauren agree Michaels was shamed. But that, right, but that doesn't mean he was doing anything wrong. No, yes, but it, it is. It's, it's nice. It's 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 no no. I'm happy. <laughs> Listen, I feel bad for the Indian girl that that that. That didn't get in because hey, Leslie's taking his place. We don't talk about the Indian. I, uh, <laughs> Leslie Jones is a star, and you know what? Let me take it back. It does show that there was something wrong yes. with Lorne Michaels' process. It's if process. Some, if, white some, guy, if somebody, white girl, white girl. If somebody like Leslie Jones 
didn't have access to that pipeline for SNL. I'm going to grant you that because she's so clearly. But that's the biggest. That's the there. biggest problem when you talk about systemic racism is the exclusion factor. Is when right. when you when you can say we looked, we couldn't find it. You didn't right. really look. But let me remind you, Lorne Michaels didn't have anybody black on that show, black people on that show for like 25 years. Yes. This, what fest- this, this <laughs> festival had black women last year. Oh. That's oh. what I'm saying. This is this is not this is not a sample size that I think warrants a, a conclusion. One year of a festival which traditionally has not had this problem. Lauren Michaels, yeah. After 25 years of SNL and no black women, you say, hey, Lauren, why don't you see maybe maybe <laughs> for your own sake, uh, considering you know there, there certainly must be a lot of talented but black women out there. Considering the president and first lady are black, maybe, maybe you should maybe have. Do, yeah, maybe you're doing. <laughs> maybe you're not looking. Maybe, maybe something's a, going wrong. Absolutely. They even have a festival where you yeah. invite. I don't know how many white folks, white they didn't women. Wanna, they didn't invite them. That, well, whatever it is, yeah. you no, audition them or whatever. They submit. It's, they submit. It, yeah, you should have somebody of color. They had. They have black guys of color. Do you, do you want to? Um, they did have people of color. I, I told them that there's a difference how black men can navigate spaces that black women aren't invited to. And Wait a, a minute. Oh, here we go. Now you're this where you lose me. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just, but you know what I'm saying. That is, it's a, it's a difference. There's, don't, there's a don't little fold, bit more. Keith. Wel- there's a little bit more welcoming for. It's a lot of pressure. Keith is having like a real, a, 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 a real blood is thick in the water moment. <laughs> you better stick with me, like, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you shaking, Keith? He's trembling. Fuck those bitches. No, no, no. He's trembling um, like an android in Star Trek about to shut down. <laughs> it was. It was. T- what? What? Wait, wait, start- wait, don't, don't, get, don't let him off the hook. <laughs> what started? What started this issue in the first place? Don't let him off the hook. Was black female comedians? They were the ones who who raised it up. Chloe more. says that black that fe- black females can't negotiate the spaces that black men can negotiate. And Keith's gonna say, Yes. Why? You gotta give me why. Why they I'm can't? Just, I'm just saying that that. The invitation isn't as extended for black women as it is for black men because black women, black men can identify with with other men on a male level, and then also black men could be the object of affection for a white woman booker who wants to bed them and will put them on their show. So black women aren't couldn't can't no. I think you're wrong on that. And your analogy of that, I think that's completely wrong. Completely wrong. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying that you can fit in if you if it was a table you can of fit all. Fit too. What well, look. Well, Black women in 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 the job force. Mm-hmm. Black women are easily hired more than black men. Absolutely, significantly. But that's that's, be, but that's because black women have higher higher education degrees than black what? men. No, no, that's not why. That is true. So now you're saying what? it's because no. it's fair. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that statistically, African American women have higher. What you're higher, saying is not racism or against black men. It's actually that we're just more qualified right. than they are. I'm just yes. saying, no, no, no. That, that's what you're saying. But no, because this is the thing is, I think this is the biggest problem when we have these conversations is that it's always easy to pick the fruit that's fallen from the tree, but you really have to get down to the root. And the root is that the reason why black women have more higher degrees than black men is because of uh, the prison complex and, and death. So it's numbers. Statistically, there are over, you know, I, I, there, there I, are men missing from okay, the pool. I believe, I'm not sure, but I believe there's been studies actually which have shown that black men, all things being equal, have a harder time getting hired. Like yeah. identical resumes and all that stuff. Just having the black first name, like a Jamal mm-hmm. or something like yeah. identical black, will will hurt a black man's 
chances of getting hired. And but, by the way, these are the serious societal right. problems. No, absolutely. In my opinion. But then, see, but then, then the flip side to that is, a black man may have a harder time being hired, but when he gets hired compared to a black woman, he's going to make more money than her. Even if Actually, she I has, I don't believe that's true. That's true. I don't, no, that's, no, I don't think that's true. No, it is. You don't agree. Well, true. Somebody at home, Google it and let us know. No, I mean there've been articles recently saying that that's not true. It's not. It's no. not. It's not. It's not a far gone. Thank God we're in the comedy you, business. You want to? Yeah. Um, so, so, so this is interesting. <laughs> you, know, you know what else is interesting about this? And this is um, a comment on our times mm -hmm. that I was making an argument. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'm on thin ice here. I'm a white guy. I'm making an argument, which to me is like a logical argument. You're still a white guy. But I know because I'm a white guy, I can get me in trouble. <laughs> and then Keith sits down, doesn't even know his <laughs> man, and makes basically the exact same argument. And yet it, it's it's quite different. And 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 I understand why it's quite different, because his, his life experience gives him saying that a little more credibility than mine. I mm -hmm. understand that. Nevertheless, we should all be able to, I should be able to say it, and, and have somebody just, no, 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 you don't understand. This is what it's like. Without without feeling the, the, the risk that, uh-oh, I'm going to be called a name or a racist yeah. or something like that. Well, I got lucky this time because the black guy agrees with me. Don't say that. The more distinctive difference between the two of you, though, is not your race. It's or your sex. occupation. No, oh. you're an owner, and Keith is a performer. Yeah. So we approach Why can I be an owner? You want, do you own anything? You want to own a comic club? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm his partner. Listen, Gnome Fund, <laughs> Keith, to open up an Atlanta comedy club, and then you can have a <laughs> yeah. Comedy cellar Atlanta. That'll <laughs> fix everything. Gnome, do we want to uh, ask Sean what uh, what scoops he's got sure, cooking, go ahead. Uh, what you're working on? The Comics Comic is the name of your blog. Yes, it's a, it's a website. It's a blog format, I guess. Uh, I recently got back from a trip to Los Angeles. You know, so like at home, I'm looking at that website and see how many black women you've written about. God can damn I, it. Can go I, ahead. Can no, I you say this? <laughs> One more thing before I go. Why did Dan just cut off this just sharply? Well, well, well I'll tell you why. I we've mean, been what, on it for a we, while. I'll tell you why. We came in and we were talking about it for a while. We've been on it for a while. I think I could go on all day with this, but we have been talking for a while. Yeah, because I didn't like you leaving me out there like that. We don't have commercial breaks, at least as of now. I know, but Noam just said it had the black tie came. You know, I could get called a couple of names because of that. You'll be okay. Yeah, you're fine. Look, you it, sure? it is a fascinating, <laughs> not fascinating, but I, I've commented on it before that normally in the world, the black guy gets the, by far, the shit end of the stick. Yes. Prison, all that mm -hmm. stuff. It's, it's interesting that in comedy, black guys dominate. Yeah. So one possible conclusion some novice might make to that, I say, oh, well, comedy doesn't seem to be an area where people have any kind of deep racism because look how the black... Guys are yeah, dominating. Then, then they're, the black woman they're comes the ones, in and is like, right. "Hold my beer." Right, but then, but then maybe, <laughs> it, maybe there could be other explanations. Well, you know what it is because for because that, other than that's racism, what I get no, to. no, but when it's, it's more sexism than racism, answer it, the black guy is dominating comedy. Answer that, Chloe. No, the thing answer is, it. the thing is that when it com when it comes to entertainment, right, it allows people who may not relate to you in real life to find you accessible or an inspiration or a friend in their head. So that's why you have the racist white guy who will never be a friend with a person of color has season tickets to the NBA game because they can watch it and admire it and see it from a distance 
but it's not a part of their actual life. It's the same reason why interracial porn is the number one porn. Is have, it? Yes. Oh. Like, racists watch interracial porn because they love to see a black guy fuck a white girl, but they don't want black friends. So it's it allows you to fantasize and put yourself in this world, but it doesn't harm who you are and your identity. So, of course, everybody wants to hang out with the funny black guy because it's like he's a funny black guy. But would you have, be your friend or defend him if the police pull him over? You're like, uh, uh. It's a okay. difference. Two things. That's not what he was saying, though. Yeah, two things. Joyelle, by the way, uh, Joyelle Johnson, she actually disagrees with you. She was on the show, and she actually feels there's something about comedy. This is what she said, which is just more male. Like, more mm-hmm. of, like, like the stand-up comedy, she felt was, like, an, a, a more male, aggressive type thing. That's what she said. Just to say, I, I use... Her saying it because she's she's a black woman. Mm-hmm. And what was the other thing you said? About, uh, uh, what you just said. I just think that people uh, you can identify with somebody and and like them, but not have to interact with them in your real oh, life. But, but the, the fact is that you know sometimes things don't break down the way well, we like. Like, like Dave Chappelle, let, Chris Rock, Richard Pryor. You know. Let me say this. Where is the is there a the female Richard Pryor out there, a we, white or black? I don't know. I'm sure there is. No, but she didn't no get a chance. But we haven't Pryor. seen one yet. There's no. What, I mean, I, no. Put it like this. I think there. I think there are top. Put it like this. How many top sellout arenas black women comedian can you name? No. Tiffany Haddish. That's it, right? In 25, 30 years, that's it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you talk about the pool, the our pool is even smaller at the starting okay. point. This, I, don't, I, I don't, mean, you I, can bring up Monique's big complaint about the entertainment industry yeah. and Netflix not giving black Her women a fair money. shake. Yeah. Okay, but but the fact is, and it may, and listen, you're. What you Noam right? is trying I, to I'm say is black right. men are just damn good. Black men can navigate spaces that black women can't. No, you don't, 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 no, that's not, that's wrong there. That's, that's absolutely wrong. What, why? You, you don't, put like okay, this, how, many, how many times have you walked by a bar on McDougal Street and you see uh, eight frat white boys with their polos and their boat shoes okay. and one black guy, that's their friend? Let, let me talk. I see the same thing with white, with not black as much, girls. Not as much. Yes, me, I do. Let me much. answer you They're in a way. workforce more. You I, just it's said not that. about the workforce. I'm talking yes, about is. socially. Well, socially, let too. Me, let, no. Me, no, let, let, let me answer you in this way without, without con- giving... Don't don't read into this any conclusion because I'm not saying that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You could be right, I, and I'm not just no, no, saying no, that. No, 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 you're not saying it. I am. Okay, but, oh, but the but thing is that there are many aspects where we see things break down in a way which seem inexplicable. Sometimes it's even in the opposite direction. For instance, Jews and Nobel Prize winnings in science. Mm-hmm. Now I don't Jews like that. have oh, like oh, like a five hundred <laughs> times or a thousand times. They're only you know two percent of the country, and and there's only like 13 million Jews in the in the world. Yeah. And they they are severe, you know, like half the Nobel Prize, something crazy like that. And these are people who were, very often were coming out of countries where they were persecuted, out of Soviet Russia, whatever it is. So there are times when different groups of people just do really well at something, could be something as simple as the way they're encouraging their home. Wait. And, and to, to John, you can't draw conclusions from that. Uh, and you can you can think of many examples. I can chose Jews because I can get away with talking about it without getting in trouble. This. Go ahead. Let me address her. Then, Sean, you go. Be, like, just in coming into comedy, right? Yeah. Funny always meets funny, no matter what the color. So when I first got here, me and Wanda came together. Wanda Sykes. Yeah. She's funny as hell. We got along like that just for being there because she's funny. I'm like, I'm going to hang out with the funny. Right. Then I got to New York. And I seen Jim Norton funny. 
we're hanging out. I seen Rich Falls, funny, we're hanging out. Didn't matter what they were. Didn't matter who they were. If you got a funny, always meets funny. Mm -hmm. And it's not navigation, it's just funny but that, that. But that's But that's from a peer-to-peer -peer point of view. But when you talk about the gatekeepers and who is, who is going to look at a video and say, I don't I don't identify with this black woman, but I still think she's funny, those are fewer now, people. Now, you no. know, the truth is, is you talk about identify, this audience that we comes to the comedy cellar is multi. Well, it's mostly white, but but That's they're mixed. not laughing. It's mixed. It's mixed, but they're not laughing. Let no. Would you say that if somebody is funny, generally speaking, everybody's on board? No, the the, the comics who kill the hardest are the black dudes. Except but for, it's and not, Dan, and Dan Dan Adamant. It's not. Listen, it's not about it's not about the audience liking you. It's about the people who have the power to put you in a position like these festivals. Who don't I? Who don't make it accessible for black well, women? We don't, but uh, but as Noam's point is, we don't really know that that's I just know, the case. I get it, I, I, get and I'm going to get in trouble for saying they're pound for pound. I would say the black dudes have the highest batting average. There's plenty of white guys who kill as well, but pound for pound, the black guys. And it's not just here on Netflix. I mean, who who are the big breakout comedy mm -hmm. stars on Netflix? It's the black guys, and that's you know. To, to look at that and say, well, there's got to be something wrong here. Something is going on here. Well, I'm not saying you shouldn't look at it. I'm not saying we shouldn't be skeptical of it. But I just don't say assuming there's something the going comics, wrong. The comics comics been chomping at the bit. Yes, because yeah. as soon as you mentioned Jews and Nobel Prizes. Yeah. Are you Jewish? This, no, you're not Jewish. Speaks, no, no speaking, to, speaking to your point and to Chloe's, yeah. half of Albert Einstein's Nobel Prize winning work was actually produced by his wife. But it was don't, not. But it was don't, not. Don't give me that. But it was nonsense. not palatable for a female scientist mm -hmm. to um, be approved. So on, I'm going to so bet you. Have, I'm going to bet you a hundred dollars here. I, that I Albert, can't wait to receive Albert your hundred dollars. Einstein's work, the theoretical work, the, mm -hmm. the heavy lifting of that work, did not come from his wife. Let's go to Google. I, you want to take that bet? I know nothing I'm, about it. I, I, and I can't it's not wait because to she's a woman. It's not because she's a woman. It's I just, can't yeah, wait to have your hundred dollars. I'm going to tell you why I say that. I don't see. I'm how, already thinking of how I'm spending what it. What are the odds of two, the two smartest people on planet Earth being in married? The, being married in, in in the 1910s or 20s? But you just talk uh, about uh, gravitate. You gravitate to people who I are like not. Here's gravitate. I've never, I've never, I've never small heard. Town in Germany. I've never heard of that. Uh, did you ever hear that? that because you don't hear about my, the women. But did you ever hear that 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 point that Sean made? Have you heard that? Never. I've never heard it either. And why do you suppose you never heard that? Well, he did go to Princeton. Einstein was at Princeton. Yeah, why do you suppose you never heard that as in, a well, white man? Say, in 2019, if we why do you say you never heard that the I woman heard that Einstein behind Einstein? I heard that Einstein wrote his wife a letter that she had to sign that said, you're going to give me my three meals, you don't bother me. This is what I've read. Well, was, that, was that supposed to be funny? No, this no. is his first wife. It's his first wife, and it said that <laughs> No, evidence, this is true. He was, he was a total sexist. Listen, first wife, evidence If you're going to say he's right, I don't want to hear Could you please <laughs> allow Chloe to speak? Evidence shows that there is evidence that she contributes significantly to his groundbreaking science. What's the, what's the what's the website that that uh, this that, is scientificamerican.com. Okay, well, I will what, accept what, no, that as legitimate. That's not half. What what was the what was the contribution? I mean, I just I just I'm just like skimming, but, but yeah. that was just that's the headline. Well, we have says, to look into the this more. It says the forgotten life of Einstein's first wife. She was a physicist too, and there's evidence that she contributed significantly oh. to his groundbreaking science. What does that mean? She contributed because, to because didn't he do stuff when he was a maybe maybe didn't read he, the rest of the article? But didn't he do the most stuff when he was a patent clerk? Was he, was he even married when I he was? Don't know what was the name of his wife, by the way? His first wife. Yes. Uh, her name is uh, Malena Markic, Marik Einstein. Malik? No, Marik. Uh, Marik. 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 It's 
Marek? Well, in any case, uh, Noam's point about Jews and Nobel Prizes is certainly not invalidated, even if that's true. They're still, no, I'm they're just still saying Jews. That, that the Einstein story speaks I don't know to what Chloe was saying about men being able to navigate the system better than women. Absolutely. Well, maybe... Regardless not, of race. Not, I mean, not well, men. You want to talk about the 1920s when they couldn't vote. You wouldn't have any argument from me about <laughs> what was holding women back in the... I'm just in, saying structurally, comedy yeah. is built no, for but, men. But, but that is quite... And to get, to get women of any race into the pipeline, you need okay. to make... But it changes it, to the structure. I'm just saying, be yes. quite facile to compare the plight of women in turn of the century Not only Germany facile, or wherever it was. You brought up the history of <laughs> to, to, Jews and to 2019 science. America in terms of what women. Well, the thing do. is that yeah. there there is definitely a hierarchy, <laughs> and comedy is male dominated. And after men of all races, then you have white women, and then after white women, you have everybody else, and then trans at the at, at bottom <laughs> of everybody else. I mean, that's just the breakdown. Well, uh, in my experience, I, I just want to say for the record, I want to go on to the next subject. I, you know, I, I always Keith say Keith doesn't want to go on to the next subject. Yeah, go, ahead, to, Keith, go, ahead, go, go ahead, Keith. Go ahead, Keith. You have to go. I have a spot around the corner. Wait, <laughs> how much? What else? Well, if he has a spot, she has a yeah, spot. You, you want to deprive a black woman of her comedy spot? Okay, a do to crashing. Do you want to discuss that or Sean's latest scoop? He just got back from L.A. He said he had a scoop. Oh, you have a scoop. Okay, give us a scoop. Uh, when I was in L.A., I, I happened by the Hollywood Improv on their very first night testing out the Yonder Bags. Oh. Oh, yeah. Are they going to do it for every show? Have that we already do it. The Yonder Bag you is do? where you put your phone in a bag and it locks, so you can use it during the show. For yeah. those who don't know what a Yonder Bag is. So they said, when I asked them, they said this was their first night. They're t giving it a two-week test, and they weren't sure. So this was just last week. But I think we're at a tipping point now where the Yonder Bag or something like it because you you use something different but similar, we're getting to a point where it's just acceptable now at live shows, especially comedy shows, because it's it's being done at other venues in Los Angeles, other venues here in New York. You you hear at Gnome at the Comedy Cellar. They don't use the yonder bags, bag. Now we've switched to a, an easier system. I we're, believe we're using disposable bags because it, that way the the customer doesn't have to wait. To have us Unlock open it. it when they leave okay. it was impossible. I agree. I think it. I, I first experienced it when I went to see Dave Chappelle at Radio City Music Hall, and it definitely changed the experience because it made you present and it actually encouraged you, like when they had intermission, to talk to the people next to you. And I think it puts you in a present state of mind to forget everything you know and what? not. We need a yonder bag next to my wife's night table. <laughs> <laughs> you got to shut it down. Sir. If it makes for it more present. Me. I'm running around the corner, but thanks so for having me. So before you go, we didn't yeah, say okay. anything. We didn't say anything um, that you think was uh, offensive in any way. Do you? No, I don't no. Okay. think that. I don't think so at all. But okay. I think that these conversations are needed because you, when you have different points of view, it allows you to see things differently, even though you don't realize that your point of view might not be the the norm. Or well, that's that, that's actually exactly the point I, I wanted to bring out, which yeah. is that because we can't have a conversation like this mm -hmm. if everybody's afraid that oh, if I mm. if I say the wrong thing, whatever it is, it, yeah. which is kind of what I feel. It's about important the to have these conversations. It's crucial. Much, yeah. yeah, it's crucial. Yeah. Everybody learns from everybody. Yep. Uh, buy my book, fuck your diet. F um, f your diet com. It's on available for pre sale now. Thanks. Right. Thanks, Chloe. All Thanks, right, what, Chloe. what else? We got a few minutes, Sean. What else you want to talk about? Well, Pete Davidson versus the Catholic Church. Well, well you have more to say about the yonder bag. Oh. Yeah, I, oh, I just I just feel like. We had a long time where it was hard to even police cell phones. Yeah, I you know well, I have friends who are teachers, and I just feel bad for them. How do you how do you have a, a classroom with with every student having all the answers in their hand? In a comedy show, it's a completely different problem because you have everybody filming and recording. 
Okay, I, my feeling about this thing, by the way, is um, that the Yonder the, the bag is a temporary fix along the technological progression, but it, it, it's, if not all, like, for instance, when um, they covered Aziz's show. Mm-hmm. Wait, what are you doing? I'm, I'm recording. Oh, when they covered, <laughs> it, when they covered Aziz's show, um, well, I don't know if I want, you're going you're gonna to print this? I, I, when they covered Aziz's show, I noticed that they had we used, we used yonder bags that day, mm-hmm. and I noticed that they had um, they, they quoted him verbatim, which implied to me that they had some kind of hidden recorder, right? New, New York Magazine, whoever it was, Vulture that that covered it. Yeah, there's other there's other recorders. Yeah, in so yeah. so you know, it, it's it's a it's it makes things harder. But you imagine if somebody has intention. They're going to figure out a way, but what I what I don't like, and um, maybe you could agitate for this. Well, that's what I that's why I bring it up. I want to know. Yeah. Well, is that okay? This you can record. Yeah. I, with that, I don't understand why. I think it's by design. Why YouTube, Twitter, the various places that people release this kind of stuff mm-hmm. don't have some sort of fast track process where people can have their copyrights protected right away. If you try to contact YouTube, this happens where somebody somebody um, uh, bootlegs something. It take five six days by the time they get around to answering you. Right. By the time they take it down. Oh, the the Louis performance that he did at Governor's. Yeah. Over the holidays was a situation just like that. Yeah. So the guy actually did try to take it yeah. down immediately, but by then it was already scooped. And and but um, and I think obviously there's a conflict of interest because when somebody if somebody grabs you know so and so's new hour special and puts yeah. it on YouTube, that generates income. For YouTube, and but I think there needs to be a court case or something. I think it's outrageous that as that anything which is advertised as being recorded at the Comedy Cellar isn't immediately red flagged, right? And that they shouldn't check with us. Hey, what is this? They know. They, they they're pretending they don't know. They do know. Well, so does Twitter. So does everybody. And they and they have AI now, which can ferret out so many things. It could certainly ferret out this sort of copyright violation if it wanted to. You try to put some. They don't song, want to. Yeah. You you try to you try to you ever try to post some song as a backdrop to a little home video on Facebook? They immediately <laughs> stop it. They have their Shazam right. you know, because whatever it is, the um, whoever is in control of that has the clout, has the juice to bring I to think get Facebook to their knees. It could be maybe anything that's very long. Like uh, if you're posting something that's two minutes, it's one thing. If you're posting something that's 30 minutes, it's I would it, 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 it's more likely to be an issue. Well, and maybe music, that music could be a, licensing, that could I be believe a there's an actual like 30-second less. They, less they, yeah. and the point is that they, they, they have an AI which identifies right. it immediately. Oh, this is a song just like Shazam. It's basically yeah. Shazam. But how, but how might they identify, say, somebody posts Louis C.K. at the Comedy Cellar? How might, in your imagination, that be immediately flagged? Well, one way would be that I, I would pay for it. I pay $1,000 a year to YouTube. And anything that says Comedy Cellar on it, recorded the Comedy Cellar, they flag for me and I have to approve it. Like, 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 right. they're gonna kill stand-up comedy here. But and then I, somebody I, could just say Louis C.K. at Comedy Club, right? So they have to, they have to figure out how to, how right. to say one People step, will find one step ahead of it, and they have to once. And then, but the thing is, once it is identified, they can take it. They can take a fingerprint of it, just like Shazam, and they could then prevent that thing from being reposted by anybody who managed to download and save it. They have that technology. It doesn't matter that somebody took it down from the first guy who posted the Louis set. If they wanted to, they could prevent anybody from reposting that set. 
Perry, just by taking the fingerprint Perry, uh, of it. Can yeah. we they, choose, get, they choose not to. Perry, is there any way, uh, as our booker, we could get somebody that has knowledge of this technology or that works in that industry that could speak to that? I know the technology. Sure. We, we know the technology. Any, any song which has been released, you shazam it, they know it's, they can identify it. They can, they take a, it's a, you can't they, identify new jokes, though. No, but I'm saying once I once as the once somebody has identified mm -hmm. an audio recording as copyright protected, yeah. that fingerprint can be taken by YouTube and that right. can prevent anybody from posting that thing again. What happens now is that that one guy's thing is taken down. It gets but, mirrored. But the guy, who, the, term, the guy yeah. who saved it can post it, and they pretend, oh, we have no way of it. Now it's viral. We have no way of stopping it. Wait, no, they yeah. do have a way of stopping it. They're not interested in stopping it. And people high up in, in show business ought to bring pressure to bear on Twitter, on YouTube, on Reddit, on wherever it is, lawsuits, whatever it is, because that is more important than I, the younger I would bands. like to hear, not that I, I dispute what you're saying about the technological aspect of it, I would like to hear from somebody in that line of work uh, either to speak to that and to um, and to defend their position. If, if there's somebody at YouTube, that would certainly be a great thing to have him to discuss that. Um, Periel, what do you think? Periel, you say what? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like I don't think, I definitively do not think that you should be allowed to repost. No, no, no. I mean, what do you think about getting somebody to discuss that on this show? <laughs> I mean, I don't really. Dan, I'm not, take I'm, my word for it. I I'm know about that, this. I'm not that interested. How, the technology is there. Since you started using yeah. the Yonder Bags and then just yeah. the generic pouches, yeah. have you found a significant... Uh, improvement in the show experience. Uh, comedians say that they feel an improvement. I, I'm a comedian. <laughs> I don't feel an improvement. You don't? I, I don't feel an improvement because the shows were great before. The shows are great now. Right, you were never allowed to take your phones out anyway. They had pretty good policing beforehand. Yeah. Well, the seller, uh, the it, seller has had good policing. It may well but be throughout that the country, no. It may well be that people are recording. People generally aren't recording me and putting me on YouTube. No one would be happy to tell you. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. But uh, <laughs> as as he mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago with another one of our guests, I think it was Keith, where you said yeah. nobody's interested in recording him either. But as far as the experience for me as a performer, no, it, I haven't noticed a difference. But that's that's my opinion. But just because I mean, you're saying but, they but did but a good job from the beginning, because I think they did a good job right. from the get go. If it makes. The Azizes of the world, the Louis of the world, the Chris Rocks of the world, etc. More at ease. Then it's great for everybody because the more they come here, the better it is for right, the club. Because you the want them to feel club, at ease dropping in The better in here, it is for knowing everybody. Knowing it's a safe space, so to speak. Not yeah. safe yeah, space I, like I, I hope it doesn't lull anybody into a false sense of security. But yes, it's, it's a much safer space. And, and has there been any blowback from audiences? Or are they... Pretty I can, receptive I, I to it. I can't say zero, but minuscule. That's why I suggested, and I suggested this on a couple of episodes ago, that Noam include in the bag some nowerlaters. So that <laughs> they, they feel that they uh, got <laughs> like, something for the inconvenience. Like going to the dentist. Yeah. Right. You get a lollipop at the end. Well, be but it a nowerlater, be it a, a Starburst, but, Fruit yeah. Chew, etc. I'm quite happy that we're doing it. I'm quite happy that we were first. And that we don't, we weren't dragged into it, kicking, and screaming, you know. Yeah. So, does, do you think the Hollywood Improv was at all influenced by the Comedy Cellar, or, or that is not? Uh, I know the Comedy Store does it, but just when Chappelle drops in there, that's because he brought the bags. Yeah, yeah, well, he was the first one to use the bags. Yeah, but he actually, he actually, so, I think, supplied them the bags yeah. for his shows. 
That's a little different. He started them, and then Hannibal was the second one to do them. And then there was a while where nobody else was doing them. And All now, right. but just now in this past year, I know Hannah Gadsby's new show, which she's testing in LA, has that for every show. I know uh, Freestyle Love Supreme, which is doing a new show with Lin Manuel Miranda at Ars Nova. They have the bags for them. It's just becoming more. I think we've reached that tipping point where it's just more acceptable for performers, performers, clubs, and audiences to just go, okay. Oh, the two dope queens when they did their HBO tapings, they had the bags too. So it's just become more standard. Yes, I it think. is, and and good. And again, I I hope it 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 works. But you know, no plan survives. Right. No no plan survives contact with the enemy, as they say. And I have a I have a sinking feeling that um, you know, th- th- sooner or later somebody's going to figure out a way. What to, what did right. we? Yeah, Perry. Well, so I don't. I mean, I don't think we have time to go through the other things on the list because no, they're kind no. of big. But I do want to say one thing. I'm. Yeah. I think that you know when Chloe is saying what she's saying, like I think it's really important that people listen to that. Like you can't tell a black woman or anyone that they're wrong about their experience, right? Really, so, people tell people tell the Jews no, they were wrong about Ilhan Omar. That okay? The, don't. No, know. I'm serious. Like, well, what? that's the next topic. You want to jump? No, no, but I'm, 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 I'm being totally serious. You can't. But you, you don't think exper- that's right. But you've said that that's not right. No, I, well, I think that I think that that I would never. If I if, if somebody told me that I'm wrong about how I feel about something, if somebody's I would, telling I would you something it, I, that's anti-Semitic, and you, I mean, if you're saying something's anti-Semitic, somebody else can't tell you no. What you're as a Jew? Yeah, they can. They can, and, they I, and would, I would not be offended. I, I think I think, I think it's, per, it's perfectly valid for them to say, "Explain it to me." That's, Perfectly valid. Of, of course, you can explain it, and, and, I, and they can disagree with me. They don't have but to. But don't agree you with think me. that your experience as a Jewish person experiencing anti-Semitism? Okay, listen. It, now, listen. You have two people: one, one Keith, and one Chloe. They're both black, and, and they just—she's a woman, right? But they, no, and but so they, she knows no. what that experience is. I, I, are you telling me that I couldn't find two black women to disagree about something? No, of course not. So if it's, and so if I find the two black women that who disagree. And my job as a white person to say, well, you're both I right. I never said you're that just... Is, no, it's not. That is the logical sense of what you're saying, that if, that if, 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 if somebody's by, the, by, by dint of their DNA, that their experience can't be questioned, then if you have two people of the same DNA who disagree about what they think their experience means, then they both have to be right. No, I would just really be surprised if you would find a black. Listen, I'm, I'm doing simple arithmetic to you here. I'm saying and that I'm you are saying that you. somebody is right based on their. They, they have the right to say, listen. No, I'm, I'm black, saying that so there is, I'm no. Right. I'm saying that I'm that Jewish. experience is important to listen to. That's, That's what I'm saying. That's not what you said. That you is said what that, I said. You said nobody can tell a person. Blah blah blah. I'm saying that that experience is important to listen to. No, I believe everybody's experience is important to listen to. Everybody's experience, everybody's logic and reasoning is important to listen to. But nobody gets to just put a veto on somebody else's reasoning. And say, listen, because this happened to me. This happened to me around the corner when, when and she was on the other foot when a guy who worked Why for me. Why are you so mad at beca- me? Because I because because be- I'm mad at you because of the simple ex- way I exposed the flaw in the argument and that the argument still persists. I had a guy around the corner friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, who was outed as being, uh, uh, for changing his, uh, his in transition. Uh-huh. He was outed by some people who worked with him. And I confronted the people who worked with him. And I said, well, how dare you out him? You know he didn't want to. Do-. And the first thing he said to me was, listen, as a gay man, don't tell me that I outed someone. 
And I said, really? Then you tell me what I got wrong. Because he didn't want anybody to know. You were the one who, who put it out there. If not right. for you, nobody would know. But see, but and then he had to back off. And then we had a conversation. But the first fucking instinct was, as a gay man, don't tell me about outing. And that's... And that is the, the, the what is so wrong with what you're saying. That's I, not what I said I, at I, all. What, what I was saying to him was, before you, before you resort to that, and maybe they say, listen, maybe you just don't understand because you don't have the same experience as I do. But they don't lead with that. They lead right. with, no, 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 hands off. This is the way it is because look at me. Or, you know you know what? I, I'm gay, so therefore you just listen. Never mind that the guy who was outed agrees with me. But, but that's he's not what there. I just said. Yeah, but, he, but they put you on the defensive. Like, I'm not putting anybody on any defensive. I, 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 and I wasn't even this talking is typical, about this you. This is typical. Here, I asked Chloe. I'm talking with her. I, asked I wasn't her. talking about you. Oh, you weren't? No, of course not. Not even for one second. So who are you talking about? In general. In general what? That it's important to listen to that perspective. Yes, I wasn't... It's, important to eat, it's important to eat wholesome food. Yes, it's important to listen to people. Of course it's important to listen to people. Of course it's important to listen to people. Does anybody think it's not important to listen to people? Yeah, I do. Well, who says that? Who stands for it's not important to listen to people? I don't know what you're getting so <laughs> well, fucking defensive be, about. Because I no, can't um, stand the... But the, do, wait, do you think the, I was telling I can't you that? I can't stand the knee-jerk overlay. But there that, was none of that at all. all right, I'll leave it up to the listeners to well, rewind us and, and listen to what you said. Maybe you right. need to rewind and listen um, to what you said. I, I, I agree with Noam on the substance of the argument. But he does. He gets. He's a lot angrier about it than I would have been. Yeah, I'll tell you why I get angry about it. Because it is. Th this is dangerous to society. What she's doing. Because people. What, what, it, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it truly is. Because this is what we see all the time. That people are shut down. I mean, I've been did through I, this. Did I this shut is the thing. I talk down? about this. I've been through this. When we had our problems here with Louis and whatever it is, I got attacked for my race. Now I'm not sensitive about my race, but was was interesting was the was the illogic of it. He's not that, sensitive about his white race, his Jewish race. He's the, no, the, the the notion. I wouldn't even care about the Jewish. What to me, what I found interesting about it was how stupid it was that people thought a that it was okay, like they're not at least been embarrassed about it, and b that thought it was relevant to bring up my race in the context of the fact that we thought it was okay for Louis mm. to perform. This is the the habit. The thought habit that we're getting into, where, where race, DNA is everything. Look at this university thing this week. Everybody is up in arms about these, these 50 kids or whatever it is. I think it's Leslie who got in through bribery. Well, Be those are just the indictments. There were 761 total. Kids? Uh, families. I don't know how many kids. Okay, let's say 700 kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're up in arms about these 700 kids. Yep. But it's not the 700 kids who got in that they're really up in arms. They're up in arms about the 700 people who didn't get in because these 700 kids got in. They're the victim. The, the victims are the... Yet, thousands and thousands and thousands of Asian kids are not getting in because they're Asian. We know this. Thousands. And it's not bribery, which is, you know, corruption, bribery, that will always be with us. Every system will always have to be policed against bribery, including admission to anything. No, with the Asian kids, we're keeping them out because that's what we intend to do. This is what good people intend to do. So you have, and this is the sickness of viewing everything in terms of race, and it is all connected. It's all fucking connected. As soon as, soon as you don't, as soon as you can counter somebody's logical arguments by pointing out the color of the skin, who the arguments are coming out of, or the color of the skin of the person being spoken to, and you don't have to address the logical arguments, then we're in big trouble, and that's where we're heading. And that's how it is that there's nobody going to really tell you it's okay 
that Harvard should say, nope, 20%, only 20% Asians at Harvard. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it comes triple the population mm -hmm. of Asians. We're not letting more than 20% in. But somehow, that doesn't seem like a terrible thing has happened to people. But 700 people got taken out of the university through bribery. This is the biggest scandal ever. We feel so sorry for these 700 kids. We have no sympathy for the Asian kids. They'll be fine. They'll the be fine. The Asian kids aside, though, do you, I mean, I'm assuming that you don't think that that's cool to like, cool? bribe your way into... Of course it's not cool. But the thing is, it's illegal. And now that they got caught, and people are going to go to jail. But we know about the Asian thing, and people are fighting to keep it. That's my point. Nobody, nobody's saying this is outrageous. Let's put these people in jail. Let's stop this immediately. They're, they're saying no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asians are going to be limited. And we, we can't have all Asians, can we? But aren't they just people? Like, aren't we not supposed to look at the, their race? Like, who cares how many Asians go to Harvard? And by the way, this is not at the expense of black people. This is expense of white people. Like, why? No, no, no. That's okay. That's okay. Are we but, still seven, but bribery, oh, this is serious. Are we still on the comedy channel? No, yeah, we're finished. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> good night, everybody. No, uh, well, <laughs> that was it. That's that's the end of the. Uh, <laughs> that's okay, it. Okay. <laughs> no, you want to say good night? Go ahead. No, I, I well, just we want should end it on a nicer note <laughs> somewhere. Sean, we do a lot of non-direct comedy-related stuff. Oh, you here. can't even <laughs> sing that anymore. <laughs> I get, we're gonna edit. We're gonna edit this, edit this in post. I will tell you something about Michael. This is this is actually nice. Michael Jackson. We should have talked about this. Whether it's okay to play his music. Well, we had a lot. We had a big discussion. We can't get to everything. So we. Yeah. Play, I mean, we, we did have a good segue to the Catholic Church thing because they're both they're both white. So, so we played, we played, you know, we play music here on, on Friday night. Are we, are we uh, done? No, we're not. We're to tell this story. So we, we did, one of our best songs is Human Nature, Michael mm -hmm. Jack. We played on mandolin and guitar, and it's a really nice arrangement. And the guy who sings it is like a genius. And, we, and we're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Are we going to play it? Are we not going to play it? Maybe we shouldn't play it. I said, fuck it. Let's play it. So we go into the song, and you could see it for like 10, 15 seconds. Everybody now, she's like looking at each other, like, Deciding whether it was okay. <laughs> and then within 15 seconds, you realize nobody could care less. Everybody immediately just feel like they, they immediately were able to separate in their minds. Yeah, I like this song. Michael Jackson's a creep. Mm -hmm. It was just fascinating that people had to take the temperature of the other people in the room before they were ready to sit and listen t to the song. Taking a temperature is an apt metaphor when discussing Michael Jackson. Uh, I, 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 hey what hey kind of thermometer? Uh, that was an excellent episode. I don't know what these other top comedy podcasts are talking about or doing. I cannot believe it's better than what we just presented. And this show deserves listeners by the tens, if not hundreds of thousands, as far as I'm concerned. I would like to thank our dear friend, Sean McCarthy. Thank you. Sean is 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 playing both ends he's trying to be uh, he promotes the comedy uh, business and he criticizes it at the same time it's a difficult needle to thread and he's not doing it well <laughs> <laughs> Periel thanks for recognizing Periel, that Periel doing a bang up job thank you uh, not a question to Noam <laughs> one of your finest performances as far as I'm concerned uh, thank you Dan. I thought it was a great show good night everybody <laughs>